Boz. Welcome to the Land of Boz with Jeff Bosley. Good morning, Vietnam. If you make that reference, that automatically makes you cool. If you don't, you're still cool because you are listening to the Land of Boz for a Monday, December 17th. Welcome to the free Monday show. Dude, Mondays is just terrible. I hate Mondays. I really hate Mondays. Don't be sad, Mr. Intoxication. It's not that bad. I love that soundbite. Actually, I like almost all the ones I use. But yeah, like I said, welcome to the Monday show. Uh, it is the free one for those of you who are new to the Land of Boz. This is how I get you hooked to the heroin that is the Land of Boz. For those of you paying the other four days of the week, uh, I guess uh, just enjoy the freebie. Um, but anyway, we'll just kind of start trucking along. Huge disclaimer first. Uh, I went live yesterday on a Bosley for Reacher Facebook group. If you want to join it, it's hash, uh, just look up, look for groups on Facebook and it's literally one word, Bosley for Reacher. Uh, but <clears throat> because I don't sleep, rest, or take care of myself, I am getting extremely sick and, uh, I'm recording this, uh, Sunday evening and I also still have an evening commitment. So I can almost guarantee you by the time, uh, this show hits all y'all's ears, I will be very sick. Uh, but I will already have trained. <laughs> so Monday's going to actually suck. So I'm actually with Mr. Intoxication guy. Monday's is going to suck. Um, uh, but yeah, with that being said, I uh, hope everyone is going to have a good day, depending on when you get this. Um, but yeah, let's. Uh, what I do Sunday, uh, that's kind of what you're supposed to do when you start at the show. Um, I trained my legs, used a Theragun, took a nap, and did the uh, Jack Reacher live thing. And then I uh, did this. So that's the extent of my story. Uh, but let's get into some of the chunks of show. The greatest weekend of my life. <laughs> well, I really wouldn't say the greatest weekend of my life, and I'm pretty sure I always do that joke. Sorry. Uh, but it's a kind of a weird weekend. I just, um, I'm still trying to get all back and undiscombobulated from my New York uh, adventure. Um, I pretty much, I know I worked, like I hammered out a workout uh, yesterday getting ready for the Jack Reacher thing um, at a UACTP. They are an astonishing private gym that I'm ridiculously fortunate to be part of. Um, I, I did that yesterday and then, um, sorry, I'm, uh, taking notes. That's probably not professional, but I worked out there. And then after that, um, this is absurd. I shipped out all of the call of duty, uh, God, dare I say autographs. It's so weird. Uh, all the call of duty autographed pictures, uh, to all the people that requested them. And, um, uh, yeah, it's basically a lot of kids wanted them for Christmas. Some friends, uh, and adults wanted them, which is equally flattering. Um, so much appreciated. And then uh, I know I worked on the show and then I just kind of tried to rest. And ironically, uh, I didn't get enough because this cold is definitely, um, sneaking up on me. And then, uh, I admittedly, um, I went on a ride on the Harley my one vice, the one thing I've spent money on, uh, because I don't really do money spending stuff. And I don't know anybody out there that rides. Uh, if you do, you understand. If you don't, it's the weirdest thing because I didn't get it until I got it. And, uh, God, it's cathartic. It's so peaceful. Um, and anybody who rides and I'm like, here's my disclaimer on a Harley as a firefighter, actually, was I a firefighter at the time? No, I was still in the army. Um, there was this place in, uh, 
North Carolina. I almost said North Korea. North Carolina. And uh, I saw, I, th- I quit counting, I think, after four accidents. This, this Autobahn-like highway between uh, Fort Bragg and Rayford, North Carolina. I witnessed more accidents on the way there. And I'm not witnessed like I drove by. Witnessed it happened. Uh, more accidents than I can keep track of. And so I, I was the first responder on multiple, multiple accidents on this this side highway on the way back. Uh, for anybody who knows out there, it's that side. God, I can't remember the name of the road. Um, but there's the main highway you could take on the way to like Rayford and all that. But there's like that side back highway uh, going into Rayford that you can actually get that back gate into Fort Bragg. Um, chime in. I'm really curious if anybody can remember, remind me what the crap that was called. I know I could Google map it, but hey, I'm all about interactive here. Um but yeah, I, I ended up actually carrying a med bag and uh, exam gloves in my truck, uh, Land Cruiser, at the time because I I needed them more than once. And sadly, I mean, God, I've seen I've I, I sadly uh, held a dying baby uh, because somebody was speeding along there and a kid jumped out in front of the car. Um, and brutal, brutal uh, truth: um, a guy on a motorcycle hit a street pole. And like a, like a horror movie, one the top half of his torso was one place, and the bottom half was another. So I'm intimately, intimately aware of the dangers of motorcycles. Uh, I don't drive stupid. Um, I have a very loud Harley. I wear uh, I actually wear earplugs uh, because that's probably the only part of my body that's not broken. Um, and I drive very. Um, very defensive. Uh, I don't take the highway, uh, because it's a death trap out here in LA. Uh, but with all that being said, uh, I'm very aware of the, the risks, but there's still just something so peaceful. I don't know what it is, uh, being out in the open air like that. It's just, it's awesome. So that was a long side tangent, but that's what I did Sunday <laughs> or Saturday. And then Sunday today, as I said, I just worked on uh, the Jack Reacher Facebook group and, uh, now I'm talking to y'all. So uh, let's get into the show and yeah, we'll get into the show. And this is my public uh, service to try to make people a little bit smarter where I force a little bit of history down your throat. So uh, before we get into a little bit more of the entertaining, I'm going to make you get smart. So here's uh, today in history. Extra, extra, read all about it. Life story of Playboy Penny. Extra, extra. Admittedly. <laughs> Today in history is actually going to be pretty damn fun. Um, history can be boring, but I try to make it fun with uh, sound effects and um, just pure absurdity. So let's jump into it. Today, December 17th, 19... God, that's weird. I didn't realize it was as late as the 19, early 1900s. December 17th, 1903. The Wright brothers have their first controlled, powered, heavier-than-air than air flight. You have to forgive me. Um, it's an old wives' tale uh, that some sort of whiskey uh, helps with you being sick. I think it just makes you ignore your being sick or ignore being sick. Uh, but if you hear me <coughs> do that, it might be because I'm sick or it also might be because I'm drinking whiskey coffee because <coughs> I feel like shit. Uh, but today, December 17th, 1903, uh, their first uh, Orville Wright f- flies their plane for 12 seconds near Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Just talking about North Carolina. Later that day, his brother Wilbur flew for 59 seconds. Uh, there is evidence that Gustav Whitehead uh, made a powered heavier-than-air flight two years earlier. Hmm. And here we are. Now, getting into the good stuff. Uh, pop culture. Today, December 17th, 1989. 
Yep, that's right. That show has been running since 1989, The Simpsons. Um, <laughs> that's a cough. That's being, me being sick. The animated series The Simpsons debuts on Fox. It began as a series of shorts on The Tracy Ullman Show two years earlier. That I did not know. Uh, it has gone to win over 30 Emmys. God, that's astonishing. So let's round up to 1998. That show's been on forever. Wow. Uh, moving on. December 17th, 1971. Diamonds Are Forever premieres in the U.S., the seventh in the James Bond series. Bring in Sean Connery as 007, a Scottish guy playing a British guy. Uh, let's just hammer these out. Uh, the, that's stupid. Uh, the Civil War, December 17th, 1862. Union Armor Major General Ulysses S. Grant orders the expulsion of all Jews in his military district, comprising areas of Tennessee, Mississippi, and Kentucky. He believed Jews were involved in the black market trading of southern cotton. Under pressures from the Jewish community leaders, members of Congress, the press, and President Abraham Lincoln, he revoked this order the following January. Grant later claimed the order was written by a subordinate, and he had issued it without reading it. I had no idea. I would have never connected the Civil War and um, some sort of Jewish expulsion thing. Uh, yeah, I would have never connected those two in history. I would have obviously been quite separate. Um, and then, oh man, I had another soundtrack. What the crap what was it for? <laughs> Births and some deaths. Uh, there was a really good one. Ah, oh, yeah, this is it. Today, December 17th in 2016, this man died. Yes, Hilda, Hilda, wake up, Hilda. Oh, what is it, Dr. Heimlich? Why are you calling me Dr. Heimlich? I'm your husband. Loosen up, don't be a Prussian. Well, what is it, Gunther? I have invented a maneuver. What are you, a tank commander now? No, my name is going to be famous in restaurants. I don't think he actually did it that way. I don't think it was a wing and a prayer. I think he, he must have experimented. He was German, organized. Okay, Hans, I want you to swallow this golf ball. <laughs> I cannot breathe. I know you cannot breathe. I will now make you breathe with the cunning use of... <clears throat> I still cannot breathe. Okay, maybe not. Maybe this will... <clears throat> okay, then maybe with a frying pan. Pow! <laughs> must be a combination. <clears throat> No, okay. Okay, two frying pans. Frying pan in the bollocks. Bollocks start. Frying pan. Woo! Oh, he's dead. Are the doctors going, how's it coming along, Dr. Heimlich? Well, not very well at the moment. It's not really a maneuver at the moment. It's more of a gesture. As the National Rifle Association says, it's not guns that kill people, it's maneuvers. And no, uh, Eddie Izzard did not die. If you don't know who, that's, who that is, um, if you don't know who Eddie Izzard is, Eddie Izzard is uh, he's been in movies lately, but he actually has a, his career. I believe he like runs for various local governments in uh, England, uh, but his career was back in uh, stand-up comedy. Uh, as a tra- he would, I, I don't know if, he, if it's his shtick, or if he really is a transvestite, um, funny as hell. I have all of his DVDs, all of his performances, 
but completely unrelated to what happened today <laughs> in 2016. Uh, that clip kind of uh, is a horrible segue, but it's the first thing I thought of when uh, I realized who died today. The gentleman that died today, Dr. Henry J. Heimlich, German physician. He is credited with inventing the Heimlich maneuver in 1974 to aid choking victims. He also assisted Paul Winchell, voice of what the hell? I would have never. He also assisted Paul Winchell, the voice of Tigger in the Winnie the Pooh movies, in developing the first implantable artificial heart to receive a U.S. patent. That's that's a blunder of crap. The guy that invents the Heimlich maneuver, the guy who is the voice of Tigger in the Winnie the Pooh movies, are the guys that developed the first implantable artificial heart. Uh, you know what? Let's just end on that note. That was today in history. <laughs> All right, so jumping a little bit out of order, and I apologize for the loud fridge in the background. I'm not sure if it's actually working, but it is affecting my recording. Uh, let's jump into a little bit of nerd talk today. Nerd! All right, nerd talk. I am a proud and open, <laughs> out-of-the-closet nerd. Um, I might not know everything, but I passionately fight about it and believe in it. Um there are people that know a lot more than me, but I still feel the need to have a little bit of nerd talk. So today, we're going to talk about the trailer for Avengers End Endgame. What a moron. I'm pretty sure it's Endgame. Uh, but yeah, here is a poor choice by using an uh, audio platform to listen to a trailer that requires video. But here is the trailer for Avengers Endgame. This thing on. Hey, Miss Ponce. If you find this recording, don't feel bad about this. Part of the journey is the end. Just for the record, being adrift in space with zero promise of rescue is more fun than it sounds. Food and water ran out four days ago. Oxygen will run out tomorrow morning. That'd be it. When I drift off, I will dream about you. It's always you. Thanos did exactly what he said he was going to do. He wiped out 50% of all living creatures. We lost, all of us. We lost friends, we lost family. We lost a part of ourselves. This is the fight of our lives. This is gonna work, Steve. I know it is, because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. Hi, uh, is anyone home? This is Scott Lang. We met a few years ago at the airport. In Germany, got got really big. Is this an old message? Ant-Man, Ant-Man, I know you know, I know you know that. It's the front door. That's me. Can you buzz me in? 
So yeah, holy crap. Um, that's definitely a visual medium. Go to YouTube and look at the uh, Avengers uh, Endgame trailer. There is a lot going on there. I watched it and rewatched it and watched it again <laughs> for uh, to do this. And there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, one of the biggest things is, is if you followed it, the uh, concept of time travel is basically... I just started playing in my headphones is basically how, how do they go back in time? And, uh, if depending on your level of nerd, um, you see Ant-Man show up, which implies he got out of the quantum realm somehow, but there might be some level of time travel there. Um, and that's pretty much, and there's a lot of little Easter eggs as far as like they need to, they go back in time. There's been set, set, uh, leaked photos from set, uh, all sorts of things like that. So something to do, the the safe assumption is they go back in time and stop Thanos before he does his little finger snap thing. My fantasy, my fantasy is that Deadpool, because he's of the Marvel Universe, and if you watch Deadpool uh, 2, he has the, the capability of time travel. Can you imagine if they loop in Deadpool? I just got the chills thinking about it. Um... There's actually a trailer I'm looking at right now where they somebody did a fan trailer, including Deadpool. <laughs> um, so that actually could be pretty cool. I'll watch it as soon as I'm done. Uh, but so something obviously has to happen with time travel. Um, obviously, everybody's been wiped off the planet, but there's all these indicators that uh, time travel has to happen because um, one of the theories is, is if you're depending on how much of a Star Trek fan you are, is when they go back in time, they have to kind of blend in, and you'll see. Um, uh, Captain Rogers, Cap, uh, Captain America, he's wearing a, an old Captain America uniform. So he blends in, so to speak. So as I mean, you can go to like the whole back to the future, uh, thing where you don't want to like disrupt the time continuum thing. Uh, but there it's holy crap. Uh, last I heard they were editing it, uh, and there's still the three hour mark. So <laughs> I can't fathom where this will go. And to date, this is my favorite series. I loved uh, waiting in anticipation for the Lord of the Rings and how those things were going to end, but this takes the cake. I cannot wait to see where this goes. Um, but yeah, feel free to chime in, uh, comment on all the various platforms you can hit me at, and uh, tell me your theories. Um, my fantasy is that somehow Deadpool's time travel is involved, which I don't think they will, which would suck. But they would be geniuses if they did, like just sheer geniuses. Uh, so that's been like some random little bit of, uh, nerd talk regarding Avengers Endgame. And now for one of my most favorite and flattering and odd segments. Uh, I guess I, again, I was not sure how to call it because it feels very pretentious, but we'll just call this fan mail. Uh, but this is based on questions you all have sent me. So, uh, here's some fan mail. Ah! Oh my God! Here? I know him. I know him. Okie dokily in the spirit of the Simpsons uh, debut today. Um, I posted a question on Instagram, or I posted uh, on Instagram to say, ask me a question so I could uh, pretty much fuel this segment. Um, and I'll just hammer out a handful of them. Uh, this is not a question, so I can't really use that one. Um, here's a good one. Uh, I know you enjoy visualizing. In your mind, what is the performance that wins you an Oscar? <sighs> 
I try to visualize. I'm not really good at it, but I force myself to. Uh, and that actually, I'm actually kind of oddly proud that I don't have an answer to that because that means I'm doing it for the wrong reasons. Uh, but to get recognition from uh, the industry and my peers that, uh, to a point where I get an Oscar, that would be astonishing. Um, this is, sounds like a cop out answer, but I really firmly believe it. Um, I love acting, and uh, I this is such a it sounds so cop outish, but it, it's sincerely so true. Whatever it is that gets me on the radar for an Oscar, uh, that's what that's the performance I want it to be. <laughs> um, I don't care if it's playing a boxer, a superhero, uh, a patient riddled with AIDS, or anything in between. Um, I can't fathom that day, uh, but it would uh, leave me speechless. So that's kind of a crappy answer. <laughs> uh, another good question. Does Jack Reacher say y'all as much as you do? Uh, very good question. It's funny because I was in the South for a hot minute, and y'all is such a great encompassing pronoun that I ended up using it a lot. And I know it. I'm aware of it. And uh, I don't... I mean, I guess character-wise, you could argue that most military bases are in the South. Oh, here come the yawns. Uh, luckily, I'm sick and still have a Christmas party to go to. My God, tonight's going to really be tough. Uh, but So it could be argued that Jack Reacher could say you all, y'all. Uh, I know I probably butcher it and say it completely wrong, but I really dig it as a pronoun, so... Uh, this was a good question. It's kind of hard in an audio medium, but, um, the next steps for Bosley for Reacher, how to become a reality. How do we help? Um, just pure saturation and never slowing down. Uh, the industry, the internet, it's just constantly diluted. We can't let up. Uh, anytime you use the hashtag Bosley for Reacher, you always have to partner it with Jack Reacher or Lee Ch and or Lee Child. Um, because, um, we have to keep him, uh, keep me on his mind and his company's mind and all the people that surround him on their mind. Um, constant, just resharing, retweeting, telling friends. If you're in any book fan clubs, uh, just, we need to force virility. Uh, that's pretty much what this turns out to be. We can't passively let something become viral. We have to force the viral. So, uh, anything you can do, there's no such thing as too much on this. Uh, good question. When will we know if you will be the next Jack Reacher? Oh, you will know. Uh, unless I'm contractually obligated to not say anything, you will see me online freaking the F out. Uh, and another question. I'll actually address this in a fitness segment later today, so I'll just barely touch on it right now. Is the Theragun really all that better than the other brands that are a couple hundred dollars cheaper? You know what? Yes. <laughs> uh, the other ones... Uh, I'll get into it in the fitness section. Um, I truly, I, I'm not sponsored by Theragun. Obviously, I work with Theragun and Jason. I, I'm, I'm very biased. But I truly, truly believe Theragun is you get what you pay for. Uh, and when it comes to your body, this is one of the ones. Um, uh, I mean, I won't lie. I, I got mine for free. But I would, after having it, I would find a way to finance it or buy one. Um, I really would. It, it's such a game changer and uh for anybody that follows it they just released their third generation one and it is horrendously quieter and way quieter and it has two speeds all the things that people didn't like about the theragun uh it's been fixed and i use it daily 
And now that I know what it does daily, I would find a way. I would finance it. I don't have the. I I, I genuinely firmly believe in it. Uh, the other ones are very weak. Uh, and lastly, have you read any Tom Clancy books? Yes, and for the life of me, I can't remember which ones. I remember before I joined the army, actually, Tom Clancy's very good at research and accuracy. And there was a book, something about, I think it was called Inside Special Forces or something like that. And I read that because he worked diligently with special operations. And uh, that was a really good book. Um, I believe his name is on the Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six for the PlayStation uh, <laughs> PlayStation. Um, uh, module. I just forgot the word platform. Uh, but yeah, I, I know he's one of the authors I do like, but I'm, I'm brain farting on any of the authors I read. So, uh, obviously I've got uh, Lee child, Jack Reacher on my mind to the point where I can't think of anything else, but that's been a little bit of a Q and a now, uh, I, I've been talking about all this Jack Reacher stuff and uh, we talked about Avengers and so it's been kind of acting heavy, but you know, uh, let's address a little bit of acting segment for those people out there that are actually actors or performers or filmmakers in uh, today's little section on acting. Well, I'm an actor, right? So I got to keep my emotions right at the surface, you know? So today I want to talk about, in the spirit of the whole Jack Reacher thing, um, create uh, for this is primary focus towards actors, is creating a character from existing source material. Um, a lot of times a script will come across your desk, so to speak, and uh, you have to create that from the script. Uh, you can talk to the director and the writer and kind of just help flesh out that character. But there are scripts that are based off book series like Jack Reacher, for example, Lord of the Rings, Twilight, uh, any other uh, Harry Potter, uh, uh, The Walking Dead. It's based on a graphic novel. So a lot of things, um, that's it's definitely a good business move. Um, a lot of things come from existing source material. And so as an actor... I look at it as a blessing. Uh, you're given a lot of the actor homework in, with source material already existing. Um, you know, and so f my first thing I would tell you to do is read everything you can get your hands on. Um, I'm extremely lucky uh, that a bookstore in Vermont, I'm pretty sure it was Vermont, Vermont or Virginia, it's a V state, uh, sent me every Jack Reacher book in existence. Uh, it's on its way here. It's actually, as I stand corrected, it's actually at my manager's office right now. Um, and I'm going to read them beginning to end as many as I can, as fast as I can, as best as I can. Um, so read the source material you've been given. You've been given the Bible of your character because a source, there's a source that exists. So I would absolutely do that. Uh, typically when you get a script, um, it's advised and I'm advised and I would advise you when you get a script, you'd read it once just like for entertainment, just read it. And then you'd read it again, uh, critically, uh, through the eyes of your character, really looking at it. And then you'd read it a third time, taking notes and being diligent, doing your actor's homework. Obviously, like for the Jack Reacher scenario, there's like 25 books. I can't reread them. So as I read them, I'm going to actually be taking uh, actor homework notes, um, things that build that character, just things that help... Uh, when you're in that, when you've had a little bit of training or, uh, acting experience, you know what you need to know. Um, you know, you know, uh, you start to focus on relationships, obviously physical fat, physical things are part of it. Um, I actually have a three page, I want to say it's a several hundred, several hundred question actors homework, uh, thing I have where I, um, where I, I, I've been given, it was a professor in college in theater in college theater gave it to me. And, uh, it's, it's just a laundry list of questions that help you flesh out a character. 
So obviously you take notes, especially if there's multiple sources, like the Jack Reacher scenario where there's tons of books. If you see a reoccurring theme or a reoccurring trait, obviously that's something that needs to be done because you need to look at these through the eyes of fans and what were the, will they be looking for? Obviously not everybody can agree on everything, but there's obviously going to be something that's like obvious. Uh, for example, Jack Reacher, one of the big things is, is his height. So obviously that's not really actable per se. Tom Cruise tried, but it's something to take note of. Um, so that's the biggest thing is, is take advantage of that source material, do your actor's homework, read the source material, um, have a very solid idea what you're going to do. Um, and that's where the catch 22 lies is because the character's already been created. It's for you to translate it. You're not, you're creating per se, but you're also not. And, uh, that's where it comes into play is hopefully, uh, you've been given a director for the film or TV show or whatever project the director is also, um, he didn't just read, he or she did not just read the books right before they got the job. Ideally they're a fan and they can help flesh that out. I would like to, in an ideal world, think the author would be on hand. Like let's, I will, I will get this Jack Reacher job. Let's just put that out there in the universe. I would like to collaborate and talk to Lee Child and, 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 interview him and interrogate him about how he sees this character even beyond what I've read in books. Uh, he could be your character director and then hopefully you and the director and the author or the screenplay, the screenwriter. But again, the source material is the author, not the screenwriter. The screenwriter is translating it to a script. Um, but do your homework, do your research. Uh, you've been given, you've been given a lot of the work for you. So take advantage of it. Take notes uh, if you have to go to Wikipedia, look at summaries, get get uh, cliff notes, but anything that can help you kind of quickly build that character, uh, take advantage of it. And uh, yeah, that's the short version. Um, I'm truly losing my voice and getting more and more sick as this podcast goes on. So I'm going to have to triage it a little bit here and, and start slowly cutting it short. So that's been um, acting with uh, source material that is pre-existing. <laughs> Right, everyone I am uh it's about the 30 minute mark and I apologize I am getting admittedly very sick um but I don't want to leave you hanging uh for those of you who don't follow me or uh only follow the podcast I figured this would be a good thing I've mentioned the whole Jack Reacher thing and uh I figured I'd give you this uh it's about a five minute clip but it's a really good uh, admittedly quite a good clip um and I mentioned it yesterday on the Sunday show for those of you who are uh not subscribers, uh, you wouldn't know, but long story short, when I was in New York, I met with, uh, Lee child, the author of Jack Reacher, uh, the two Tom Cruise movies, if you're not a book fan, uh, but it's actually based on a 23, 24, 25 book series. I met with him, uh, the second half of the week to my, in my trip to New York. And, um, I was in a, uh, it was like a panel, if you will, there's a moderator and all that. And, uh, three quarters of the way through the panel, um, the moderator included me, um, and it was a taste of a dream come true, uh, to be sitting there with the author of the book, uh, discussing a character I've wanted to play for, uh, a decade or more. Uh, and, uh, I was, I had my phone on cause I was taking notes like a little college student and, uh, I was able to do that. Um, I don't do any of uh, Mr. Child's audio other than the tail end because I didn't feel it was appropriate to dis share stuff he didn't really approve uh, of, so to speak, um, if that's the right way to phrase it. Uh, but this is my uh, answer regarding uh, when the uh, moderator brought me in. 
asking why I should be the next Jack Reacher. So uh, please enjoy, and um, I appreciate your understanding as I slowly drift into sickness. So I'm actually going to uh, ask another question, but I'm actually going to turn um, the attention to one of the potential Jack Reachers that we have here in the room, Jeff Bosley. Oh, what would you bring to <laughs> you were the one. Wow, I uh, got cornered. Um, well, the short of it is, hi, Jeff Bosley. Um, I'm first and foremost a fan of cinema and consuming it. And that's one of my biggest disclaimers to the shenanigans of Hollywood or TV and all that is, is I mean, it's, I think it's, it purifies my intentions and in that I'm early in my career. There's a little bit more drive and passion and a lot less people telling me what to do for the overhead and do this for the studio and make sure you cast this person to make it look cool and do good in Asia and all that kind of marketing crap. Um, so I truly, I watched Batman the minute he said Frank Miller. I'm a fan of the source material. I get on the nerd forums and I complain about source material being bastardized. And uh, I think... Uh, all too often, just, I mean, I get the logistics of the business. All too often, things just have to be compromised, and that's just the nature of the beast. But the thing I look at it to bring to it is that I'm a fan. I'm a proud geek when it comes to source material. But I'm also a former Army Special Forces Green Beret. Um, I get, I think you always hire the best actor. That's a fact. I hate people that think you should hire a vet because the character's a vet. That's bullcrap. If you can't act, that defeats the purpose. But I think there is something to be said for certain professions you can't taste that until you've had it. Um, so I really think I bring, bring that to it. And uh, I was a theater geek before that. I was a four-year theater major. I went and played Green Beret around the world for a while and then came back. And then finally, after a certain turn of events, I decided to come back and chase the dream as a you know, 38, 39-year-old male. And uh, I think that is a diversity. I kind of pride myself on kind of being a Swiss Army knife of performers. Um, Nobody would see the big six and a half foot, 250 pound tall guy and think he fights on DC forums about how bad Justice League was. Um, was they, they, <laughs> and I'm pretty biased. <laughs> um, and then they would also just assume I, I am just a, because a lot of my brethren that are in the arts that are former military, unfortunately, they, you can pick them out of a lineup because they can't interact socially. They don't maybe get the business aspect of it or the art aspect of it or they kind of get lost in it. And I'm, I'm very fortunate in how I was raised with academia and my father and all that to kind of get a lot of facets of life. And it's, it's worked in my, my benefit or for my benefit as far as everything I've done. And it's a, I don't like that veteran to, you know, thousand yard stare baloney, but I get it. Um, and it's something you can't emulate or replicate. And honestly, and then not to kind of pimp myself out a little bit is as a fan, and I truly say this uh, objectively, I can't see any other actor, like, at least in the defense of the unknown character, unknown actor, I can't look at any other actor and not see them anymore. Uh, Liam Neeson's been branded about, Gerard Butler. I mean, we can even use Tom Cruise. I love Tom Cruise. I really, really do. But I can't look at Tom Cruise after Magnolia mm -hmm. and not see Tom Cruise. Yeah. And, and I think that's the... I mean, I could be talking to shoot myself in the foot here, but I really think that's the thing to serve the fans is that the unknown would purify the casting of Reacher because he has to have a clean slate. And, uh, is the unknown six foot five? 
I am. <laughs> on the dot. With, with blue eyes. With, yeah, and, then, and that's the other thing is a lot of people and a lot of fans, um, to their credit, they don't kind of get the business. And a lot of people are like, are you willing to dye your hair? And I'm like, I'm willing to do whatever the crap it takes because it serves the character. And people lose that. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, absolutely. Whatever it takes is, you know. Obviously, this is art and it's noble and all that. Stuff, <laughs> but fundamentally, it's whatever it takes. Yeah. And I think there are two. You said two things that I think are great. One is, you have got to probably be the only four-year theater major who ended up in special forces. I guarantee you, I am. <laughs> if that if that person exists there. Like custom-made background for that. <laughs> everyone i hope you enjoyed that um means the world to me to have you have listened to it uh for those this is uh again as always a monday freebie um hopefully you've liked it enough to possibly look at patreon.com forward slash jeff bosley to subscribe um depending you know sometimes there's some shenanigans in uh, the city of hollywood and the business of hollywood where i have to take a week or more off unfortunately but so far i kick out a, pretty consistently i would like to think almost 20 shows a week I'm sorry, a month, and um, that means the world to me. Uh, if you're interested, please subscribe. Uh, at least kick, you know, like I said, I, I say to all the subscribers, eight quarters a month, um, enough of you do it all. It actually truly impacts my life, and uh, I'm not being melodramatic. It, it really does. Um, it's also kind of sad that <laughs> only a few people with eight quarters a month inf- impacts my uh, my life. Uh, but I, truly, at the end of the day, I enjoy doing this. Um, you guys are the... Uh, bosses and I am the employee and I'm just making this for you and it's just silly that uh but it's still truly flattering that everybody listens to it and for some reason gets something out of it and so uh, as always I just aim to entertain motivate and and, um educate every once in a while uh so it means the world to me uh but because my voice is gone I still have a lot of crap to do tonight which really is really intimidating me Uh, But at the meantime, have a great Monday. Uh, I will see you back here the next day for all y'all subscribers. Uh, But go forth, conquer, kick ass, be relentless, take some day cool. Adios.